Welcome to Bell Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! This is an embarrassment, a disgrace! What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears? Hello and welcome to Fell Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want while dealing with the constant antics of Smash. We can review movies, video games, and who knows what else. Episodes can be spooky, too oddly informative, to downright stupid. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. Today's topic is going to be a topic of destination. We're going to talk about the eerie and ever-creepy road in New Jersey called Shades of Death Road. We're also going to be talking about Jenny Jump State Park. Now, this is an area in northwestern New Jersey, and this is uh, an area that is much more remote. When you think of New Jersey, a lot of people think of cities, highways, oil refineries, beaches, none of that. This is up in the corner near the Delaware Water Gap. And it is a actually kind of mountainous area. Not huge mountains by any means, but rolling hills and some little mountains. And it's actually very pretty. And when I went up there, I did not feel like I was in New Jersey anymore because I am in the area that is super flat and I never see any hills of any kind. So it was pretty cool being up there. I enjoyed it. Now, Phil and Jess are out on the road heading towards the Shades of Death road. Uh, but before we talk to them, let's just do a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of a back summary here about the areas. First, talk a little bit about Jenny Jump State Park. Now, Shades of Death Road runs parallel to the park. So it is just just off of Shades of Death is the Jenny Jump State Park. It is in Warren County, and it has extensive hiking trails along the mountainside featuring large glacier boulders from a Wisconsin Glacier. That's crazy. Came all the way from Wisconsin approximately 21,000 years ago. And there were giant, huge boulders everywhere for sure. We'll get a little more into the history of Jenny Jump State Park and how it got named and all that in uh, just a few minutes. Now, the Shades Death Road is sometimes by uh, locals just referred to as Shades. Uh, it's a two lane rural road about seven miles long. According to Weird New Jersey, the road has been subject to folklore and numerous local legends. These rumors have drawn more visitors to the area, to the annoyance of residents, who have in the past gone so far as to smear the pole holding the street sign. Now, what they mean by that is the, you know, a street sign has the metal pole and has your street name that's written horizontally across. Well, people kept stealing the signs because says Shades of Death Road. It's kind of cool. People kept stealing it, so they would slick it up and put stuff on it so that people would couldn't get it easily. It would be slippery. and uh, They ended up just putting a vertical pole there with the Shades of Death written down it. So like like in big, large fonts, so Shades of Death going down the pole. So people <laughs> people wouldn't steal it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, Phil is definitely trying to check in with us now, so let's go to him right now on the pre-recorded live recording show here uh, clip. Hey, Phil, we're on the road here right now. I'm here with my wife, Jessica. Hello. And uh, we're, like I said, we're on our way. That's the report. But uh, we're on our way to Shades of Death Road, as you know. And we passed the Dollar General. There's one close to our house, so we're pretty excited to see another one. We're heading, uh, we're heading out here. Oh, Jess is pointing out more stores. We got <laughs> import. There's an Ace Hardware. Okay, very good. So we're going to the Shades of Death Road, as you know, and uh, a lot of mischief and mayhem occurs on this road. So they say. Really, I think it's just a road, but we'll find out. We're also going to head out to uh, Jenny Jump State Park. Uh, and they say a lot of that is on ancient Lenape Indian burial grounds, babe. I know. I'm psyched. This has been a long-standing joke between Jess and I. She always, anytime Indians come up, it's the Lenape Indians. Or is it the Lenape? I don't know. Right? Lenape? Lenape or Lenape? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I don't know. But either way, it's been a long-standing Lenny joke. Lenny Lenape. Lenny Lenape, Indians. 
It's been a long-standing joke, so it'll be nice to actually see some actual Lenape Indian stuff. So there's supposed to be burial grounds on this road. And where are we here? What's going on? And uh, some other stuff, which we'll get into when we get there. And it's uh, just to give a report. It, today it has rained epic biblical portions. Half the roads we're on were blocked due to flooding. So it's been quite a trip to get here. And I'm sure when we get there, we'll, it will not disappoint. So we're going to send it back to you, Phil, for right now. And when we get to the Shades of Death Road, we will do a pre-recorded live report. All right. We'll talk to you then. All right. Thanks, Phil and Jess, for that uh, news update about where you're at. Yeah, now it rained crazy, 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 crazy rain. Now, the trip up to Shades of Death Road is about two hours from where we live in New Jersey, maybe a little over two hours with all the delays from rain and flooded roads, probably even longer than that. It felt like forever. Now, Shades of Death Road has a lot of twists and turns on the road, and it has uh, it's led many people to suggest that the name came from the large number of fatal car accidents on the road. And supposedly, reflective guardrails along the road are used to indicate where these fatalities have occurred. Hmm. However, the road had earned its weird name long, long before the use of the automobile I cannot believe it, but Phil is back with another report. I think that Phil and Jess, yes, okay, yes, they're telling me that they have already arrived. That was very quick. They have already arrived at Shades of Death Road. So let's uh, let's catch up with them and get a live report pre-recorded. All right, we're arriving at Shades of Death Road. Do you see it, hon? Oh uh, yeah. Shades of Death Road. They don't have a street sign anymore because people steal it. So now they have a giant stake poked into the ground that has Shades of Death, like, written down it. All right. Whew. We have arrived. We are on it. I immediately feel the presence of evil on this road. Don't you? Yeah. I heard frogs. Did you hear them? I did. Whoa. So, all right, let's give a description. It's very hilly. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going down a very steep hill. We're out in, like, serious New Jersey farm country mountainous hills. I'm not used to seeing mountains. Where we live in New Jersey, flat as a board. But uh, seeing these rolling hills, I don't know if they're mountains, but these rolling hills, they're, they're a sight to behold for our eyes. That's for yeah. sure. It's a very nice road so far. Very country. Definitely evil. So let's go into the history here a little bit. Shades of Death Road. Now, I may have already talked about this on the podcast, but we'll just rehash it again for fun. So apparently, the legend says that back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, this seven-mile stretch of a road, Shades of Death Road, was all wilderness. And it was very dangerous because criminals, smugglers, muggers, you name it, would hang out on this road and would catch people, I guess, on their, what, horse and carriage? Yeah, I would think so. Their horse and buggies. They would catch them. Well, that's really pretty, that lake then there. And they would catch them and they would kill them and just throw their bodies on the side of the road and take their, their belongings. And it was apparently a really big problem. Like I said, back in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And you could imagine a road that's seven miles of nothing but woods could be a little scary back then, maybe at night. The weather's bad. It could be creepy. It could feel much longer than seven miles today when we drive in our cars. So, I think we're, I think we're starting to get into the thick wooded area up here, babe. See it? Yeah. Yeah. We just came into Major League Woods. It just got much darker, much more sinister. I'm imagining myself imagining myself on a horse and carriage and people attacking me. Ah, 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 From both sides. Did you feel it, hon? Oh, yeah. They were everywhere. Ooh, that was a creepy trail. Get out and walk around. There was nothing we could do. They got us. So, people on this road 
back in the day, got sick of constantly having these criminals messing with them. So they would apparently hide and set traps and would lure these criminals into attacking them on the side of the road. And they would then proceed to hang them along the street put them up on trees and hang them so would-be criminals coming through the area would know that it's not going to be tolerated. Your shenanigans anymore are not going to be tolerated. So, hun, keep your eye out for bodies hanging in the trees, okay? You might see a ghost. Now, it seems to me like these residents who lived on this street were also committing extreme, extremely violent crimes themselves against the criminals. So... I guess you call it vigilante. I don't know. Seems all pretty criminal-esque to me. So that is the legend of how this road became known as Shades of Death Road. Now, I don't know if any of that can be confirmed. I mean, that's probably all the folklore. I don't know why someone would name a road called Shades of Death. Any ideas, babe? No. I think it sounds pretty badass, though. It does sound badass, which is why people steal the street sign. All right, we're out here in real serious boonies now. Like I said, it's been raining like cats and dogs here in the Garden State today. It's not raining right now, and this road is real, real dark and is really green, very lush looking, a lot of vegetation. We're here... Uh, It doesn't matter when you're listening to a podcast, of course, but we are here in late May in New Jersey, and it is very green, wet, and the presence of Satan is is, is, is very much, very much here. I can feel there's something in the road. There's something in the road. That was a squirrel. That was a squirrel. He was trying to drive me off the road because I bet smugglers are up here. This is, I like this road. There's big boulders on the side of the road. It is very pretty. There's no houses. No houses at all. Tree thing? Yeah. It's like a can, there's a canopy of trees here, people. I can't see the sky. Is is this a tree down on the road? We got a tree down on the road. We made that sound more exciting than it was. Wow. It was like a three, four foot piece of uh, a tree was <laughs> fell down the road. I e- easily swerved around it. It's not like the albinos that are on Clinton Road. Remember they cut down trees? Yeah. On, on Clinton Road, they cut down trees and... Oh, here's a lake. And then they kill you. We got a lake right on the side of the road here. I don't know if this is Ghost Lake. I don't think so. It is creepy. Mm. A lot of moss. Grass. Grass growing in the lake. Lots of boulders over here. Mm. We haven't seen a single person out here, by the way. No. Not one car. Not one person. Land for sale. Huh. Nothing. This is probably where most of the criminals attacked, I would guess. Be this stretch right through here. Now, there are power lines going down this road. Quite low. A lot of electric power lines, but no humans. There's a house way up on that hill. Can't even see it. No. So, this road is also, what was another lake? Said to be on ancient Lenape Indian burial grounds. This whole area was Indian land. And uh, a lot of it's considered sacred, I believe. Maybe that has something to do with the Shades of Death, too. Maybe they fought with the Indians or something? Maybe. Could be. Now, to my left is what appears to be a fairly steep ridge. Um, I think that's Jenny Jump State Park, which we're going to go to next. To my right is more woods. Um, a fence? Some, and there's a fence. Somebody built a fence. And I think that was most of the wooded area. Now we're coming out to a 
a bend in the road here. It's a little more open. Presence of Satan has lifted a little bit. Oh, that's a pretty cool thing. There's a speed limit that pretty clearly said, what, 25 miles an hour? Yeah, 35. But 35 miles an hour, but somebody has spray painted over at 85 miles an hour. <laughs> and now we are on the road with bicyclists. These insane people would ride their bikes in Shades of Death Road. Insanity. A family. Fools. Won't see them again, hon. Nope. They'll never make it out on bike. You kidding me? Idiots. So now, like I said, the presence of Satan is lifted and we're, it's a little more open here. Not quite as thick woods. There's a bird in the road. I'm going to get him. Shades of death, punk. He flew off. I think, I think it was about two miles of this road is supposed to be through the jungle of New Jersey and the rest is more or less residential and farmland at this point. Because it's been built up. I mean, face it, this is New Jersey. Pretty much everything has been touched by humans and built up. But like I said, back in the day, heavily wooded. That's my word. I keep saying wooded. Major forest area. Look at this. All this grass is gro- this grass is growing out into the street. It really is. It was. Grass is like three foot high, and it's bent over into the road. What do you mean, stone posts? I don't know, I've seen a couple of them. I see another one, I'll show you. Maybe it's marking graves? Do you, do you have, like grave markers? There's yeah. a guy walking his dog. Is he insane? He was out in front of his house, but I mean, on this kind of a road? Now, this road also, if you go on uh, Weird New Jersey or even any websites, you do a search. Most haunted places, most paranormal places, anything like that for New Jersey and Shades of Death Road will be one of the top hits for sure. It's on every list of creepy places in New Jersey. And I think it's mostly because of the name we said earlier. Yeah. Um, You know, we were driving earlier before we got here, maybe five, ten minutes before we got to this hell-ridden road. And we got hit with the smell of shit like you would not believe. Oh, look. Now, there was a speed limit. There was a speed limit sign that said 30 miles per hour, but it had a sad face inside the zero. Did you see that? No. It had an unhappy face spray painted. So, obviously, criminal activity is still high on this road because of all these street signs being vandalized. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Where's the police presence out here? Nowhere. Nowhere. No, No police presence whatsoever. Anything goes. Bandits galore. Oh, yeah. So we were driving and we were caught off. What does this sign say, babe? What is this? 1B. There's a sign. 18. It's supposed to say 15 miles per hour on this very sharp turn. And somebody spray painted it to 18. Good God. I could never go 18 miles per hour on this turn. I wouldn't make it. As you're going 30. As I'm going 30. This is a sharp bend. Mm. This is a nice house. That is. It's really nice. There's a big barn over here with a silo. So anyway, back to the story. We were driving and we were, you know, talking and mid-sentence we were both cut off and I almost flew off the road because the smell of manure was so unbelievably strong. This sign here. Again, 25 mile per hour warning around this side, and the two is gone. So now it's just a five mile per hour. <laughs> and this is a really awesome road right here. I'm digging this part more so than the forest part. Really we are cutting through oh, people's. There's cows. Just refers to them as moo cows, like she's five. We're driving through people's farms, like through pastures now. Both sides of the road have cows and farms. There's a lovely view up here. It's very misty and rainy today, so the mountains are looking pretty cool up here. Wow. Yeah, so that smell of poop was absolutely horrible. Out. It was horrible. It was like it. We choked on it. We we're, like, we're like, so yeah, like, are you think we're almost there? All right, I think we're at the end. 
There's a really cool fork in the road at the end. Oh, it is pretty. There's a fork in the road. It goes off to the left and the right. There is a tree in the middle of the road. That is super cool. We're going to turn around and we're going to press our luck and go back down Shades of Death. This is a really stupid idea. I'm pretty sure if any criminals saw us, now they'll be ready for us. And those people on the bikes, I'm sure all we'll see is some bikes laying there when we go by because the people are long gone. So that was Shades of Death Road. I enjoyed it. We are going to head to Jenny Jump State Park and check out some Indian stuff and Ghost Lake and all that. So we will report back to you, Phil, in just a few. All right. Awesome. That was a really good report. I enjoyed that that review there of what was going on the road. Now... It's also rumored that in the 1920s and 1930s, there were three brutal murders across the road. I guess there's some rumors this is true. Uh, one guy was, it was a robbery in which a man was hit over the head with a tire jack for some gold coins. Oh, hell yeah. You need those gold coins, baby. So he smashed them over the head, took them. Ooh, the second one is in which a woman beheaded her husband and buried his head and the body on different sides of the street. She cut off his head. She cut off his head. That is pretty wicked. Chop someone's head off. And the last one is about a local resident named, named Bill Cummins. He was shot and buried in a mud pile. And this crime was never solved. So some actual true life crimes have been confirmed on Shade's death. A lot of them is folklore and legend. But there have been some uh, some mischief and mayhem on that road apparently that was real. Oh, wait a minute. I Yes, I'm getting another... Uh, call here from Phil live on the road. He has something real quick he wants to tell us about. All right, just real quick. I know this is a quick, uh, we're coming back with a quick report here, but we're driving our way back down Shades of Death Road foolishly. And to our shock, there's another sign. Is this where we're going? Uh, yeah, Jenny Jump. Oh. Uh, we're not actually going to go in this way, but this is the quickest way, hon, I believe, to. Well, it's open. Well, yeah. But we wanted to do the hike part. I think yeah. this is the part that leads straight to... I think this is Ghost Lake. I think this is it. And I bet that trail leads to where the cave is. But we were going to hike over that mountain down to it. Yeah. So we are at Ghost Lake, shockingly, here today. But what I was talking about was we're driving on the way back on Shades of Death Road. And there is a 40 mile per hour sign that has the four erased and it's down to zero miles per hour. It was 10. It was 10 miles an hour? It was a 40 and they cut off the other half of the four and it was 10. Oh, 10 miles per hour. I told you this. (laughs) But to to me driving, it looked like zero and I almost completely stopped because I was worried. So I can't believe the amount of criminal activity happening on the street with the, the street signs. So I just wanted a quick report that and uh, we're going to see what we can find here now in the forest. Hmm. Sounds like a lot of crazy stuff going on with those signs there out on the road. Well, thanks again for the report, Phil and Jess. And we will, I'm sure we'll catch back up with you guys in just a few. Now, there is one other kind of crazy story here about Shades of Death. And apparently in the 1980s, I believe it was, somebody was along the street and they found a bunch of Polaroids. Remember those old Polaroid actual photos that you could actually hold in your hand. It's not digital like we have now. It was a real photo. And apparently they found hundreds and hundreds of these Polaroid photos just thrown on the side of the road, scattered about. And what they were was different pictures of a woman in various states of clothing. Some were fully clothed, some were removed, and some, I believe, were nude. And these photos were kind of sinister. Now, I've heard different things. I've read different things saying that these photos depicted the woman alive and also in a state of death. Pictures taken after her demise, sadly. Now, there's also, I heard rumors that there was torture pictures. I don't know. Sounds creepy to me. I would definitely be... Thrown for a loop if I was just walking down the road and saw some photos that showed obvious crime, woman tied up, dead, alive. I'd be totally freaked out. Well, apparently this person 
call the local authorities, call the police, as they should. And the police were beginning to check into it and couldn't really make any headway, and then the photos disappeared. And nobody knows what happened to these photos. Is this folklore? Is this legend? Or is this a true story? I don't know. You be the judge. Ah, yes, there is also a road called Lenape Lane. And if you go off there, you drive down about three quarters of a mile. Visitors have said that there is a stable there at night. Like a stable for horses and stuff? I don't know. There's a stable at night that has reported extremely, extremely local foggy areas there. And people see apparitions in it, sometimes even in clear weather. They've also claimed that the air sometimes is unusually chilly and a feeling of general unease in the area occurs for no immediate apparent reason. An additional legend claims that sometimes nocturnal visitors to the Lenape see an orb of white light appear near the end of the road which chases vehicles out to the shades of death and if it turns red in the process those who see it will die this may be due to an old tree near the end of the Lenape that was never cut down. The end of the Lenape. What does that mean? That was never cut down when the road was built. As a result, the road forks right before the tree, and a big red reflector has been nailed to the tree to warn drivers. Another legend says that if one circles around the tree and drives down the road again at midnight, a red light will shine and the driver will never survive. Like I'm saying, man, this is on ancient Lenape burial grounds. You know what happens when you do stuff on burial grounds. Horrible things happen. We learn that in Pet Cemetery, people. It's also said that there are legends of the Native American spirits who supposedly take the shape of a deer and appear at various points along the road at night. If drivers see him, and do not slow down sufficiently enough to avoid the collision, they will soon get into a serious accident with the deer. Another legend tells of a bridge where if drivers stop past midnight with their high beams on and honk their horns three times, they will see the ghosts of two young children who were run over while playing on the road. Now this bridge is apparently no longer accessible by car, as it has been uh, replaced by a larger bridge, but the original bridge can still be reached on foot. Huh, never heard of that. Huh. Uh, yes, like I said before, Phil and Jess were on their way to Jenny Jump State Park. I believe they have arrived, and they are on foot now, actually uh, going up the side of the mountain, is what I'm being told. And we are going to check in with them right now. So let's go out to Phil and Jess. All right, this is Phil and Jess. We are in Jenny Jump State Park. And we are hiking back to Ghost Lake. We're on the summit trail. You can hear we're a little out of breath. We had to go pretty steep incline. And uh, the vegetation is thick in here. Single file hiking only. And there's really nice, what looks like uh, views to our left and right. Like I said, we're up on top of a ridge. But we can't see too much because it's really misty and foggy out. Giving a ever strong presence of evil now there were like 8,000 bear warnings when we got to the parking lot so there's a lot of black bears around here we haven't seen any but we decided we'll poke them in the eye if they attack and uh, so let's talk a little bit about Jenny Jump State Park because that's kind of a weird name the legend theory has it that long time ago, there's some sort of uh, cliffs around here. Hey, where do I go? I'm not sure where the trail goes here. Sure. Maybe over this rocks? Yeah. Okay, we're still on the trail. Never venture off the trail, people. Most important thing you can do while hiking. So, there's a cliff around here somewhere. And there was... You alright? Yep. I heard her go... <laughs> this is ankle break territory. There's boulders everywhere. Mosquitoes are horrendous. Especially because of these wet conditions. There's a cliff somewhere. And... 
There was a little girl named Jenny who was trapped by a criminal. Like I said, there's criminals everywhere around here. And I guess he was going to do some sort of harm to the little girl. I don't know what. I mean, she probably didn't have anything to steal. But who knows? The story says he was going to do her harm. And I kind of forget whether it was an Indian or just a criminal. You right? Yeah. I heard a trip. And her father said to her, Jenny, jump, because apparently there was some sort of a lake at the bottom. So, whoa, whoa, I almost just went down, people. <laughs> almost went down. This is really rocky, boulderous, dangerous terrain. You got to be looking down. And I looked up to look at the views. Nearly broken ankle and was feasted on by bears. Anyway, the story's taking forever. She ends up jumping, plunges down into the lake below, and unfortunately, she dies. Now, whether the lake was too shallow or she hit rocks, I don't know. But that is apparently how this park got named Jenny Jump State Park. Anything you'd like to add, Jess? No, it was pretty interesting because I didn't even know that. So... Even though I asked you a million times, what's the history of this place? So, so I told you the history of this place. I didn't know that. Pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. And apparently this was very much, as we've said before, Indian ground. This was Indian territory. So there's all sorts of burial grounds all over this ridge and in the valleys. And uh, you know, maybe we'll see some evidence of that. In fact, right up here, hon... On the top of this mountain, somebody put a concrete sitting bench. Who the hell got that up here? What is this doing up here? Oh, I'm closing in. I'm only a few feet away from sitting on a bench up here. Who the how the hell did this get up here? Look at this, babe. So we got a little bench here with a nice view. Unfortunately, all the mountains are cucumbers. We're going to eat some cucumbers here. The mountains are completely gone because of the mist. So we're going to have a little cucumber lunch break here. And then we're going to continue on our way down to Ghost Lake. Uh, we'll tell you a little bit about that. But back to you, Phil. Damn, these mosquitoes are bad. All right, thanks, guys. That was interesting history about Jenny Jump State Park and the name. It's good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. Now, that hike is pretty intense thought it was going to be a lot easier, but uh, it looks like they're in for it. It's uh, really hilly terrain up and down, boulders, rocks everywhere. It's not flat anywhere. You constantly have to be looking down at your step or break an ankle. Uh, as I said, it's super wet there. It's been raining a lot. Brutal conditions. Absolutely brutal, hot, sweaty conditions. And it's very small, very small hiking. It's a very small path. Uh, trees growing in all around you in certain areas. Lots of large boulders. Very cool. Well, they're on their way down to Ghost Lake, which uh, has its own sort of history. And uh, it, w <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I think they might actually be there. Okay, yeah. Alright, let's go to Phil and Jess. Alright, we made it to Ghost Lake. Hell of a hike. It's been intense. We made it. The lake is very, there's not a lot moving here. Very still water. Now they say that uh, Lenape Indians were buried, thrown into this lake when they were killed. They were thrown in here. And then there was a big mosquito outbreak. And they say that it was the spirits of the Lenape, the malaria coming back and killing all the local people here. That's the uh, the legend. So... We'll uh, let you know if we get malaria. We've been attacked by mosquitoes the whole time, right, babe? Yeah. Yeah, it's been nice. pretty bad. All right. So, yeah, Ghost Lake. Super haunted. And they say it also because of the, uh, like, a vis, vis, a, uh, like, mist vapor rises off this lake specifically. And that is the spirit of the Indians uh, attacking. So we'll check back in with you for a bit, in a bit. Ugh. 
All right. Thanks, guys. Now, Ghost Lake is... um it's actually officially unnamed on the U.S. Geological Survey map. But anyway, it was created actually in the 20th century when two local wealthy men dammed up a creek that ran across the narrow valley between uh, houses that they had just built. And they gave its name because of its wraith-like vapor formations they saw rising off of it on cooler mornings. And they further named a passage there called Haunted Hollow. Now, Weir New Jersey reports that all sorts of visitors have told them that no matter what time of night they visit the lake, the sky above it always seems to be bright, as if it was still twilight. And several have reported ghosts in the area, especially in a deserted old cabin across the lake from the road, where supposedly victims of murder have been placed. Now, the cabin has since been demolished and removed so it's no longer there and like phil was trying to say before he was he was, he was a little short of wind there he sounded like he was a little tired after like a three-hour hike but uh he was talking about ghost lake and how there's legend that a that the settlers killed a bunch of lenape indians and threw them into the lake and their spirits rise up out of the lake in this vapor and this mist which is unnatural. It's not normal. Uh, it's not normal, the thing that happens on lakes. Condensation does not occur. So, I don't know. Who knows? That's what people say. But uh, Phil's going to be... Wait a minute. I can't believe it. Okay, this doesn't sound good. Phil does not sound good here. Phil and Jess sound like they're a little winded. I'm getting report here in my ear that they want to check back in with us. So let's go out to the live pre-recorded clip here. Phil, this is Phil and Jess reporting. I gotta tell you, we made a dire mistake. We got to the lake, Ghost Lake, and then we would have to hike all the way around this giant lake to get to the cave. There was no trail directly there, as I thought. We've been hiking for hours and hours. We're down to just cheese crisps. Duh, can't even talk. Cheese crisps and a half a bottle of water. Jess is mad at me. She's pissed because I thought it was a one and a half mile hike. And I would probably estimate that we're now, I don't know, somewhere in the five mile range. And we still have a at least another half to go. <laughs> Gross misestimate. It's a bad thing to do when hiking. It's starting to get dark. The bears are getting hungry. And uh, it's still treacherous and wet as hell out here. And we didn't make it to the cave. It just would have been too much. Like people who climb Mount Everest. Even though the summit is right there. And you can see it. You know, it's sometimes, it's just not worth it, seeing the light, the sun going down, and uh, knowing that you have to make the trek back when you're already pretty spent, we decided to do the smart thing and head back, so that's where we are right now, middle of the woods, deep in the middle of the woods. Keep in mind, we've seen one person on this hike, and that one person was though maybe a tenth of the mile into the hike when we started we haven't seen a soul out in these woods these woods right off shades of death road in jenny jump state park but we're cruising along the blue trail right now we're heading back towards the summit trail oh man it's so wet when the wind blows it's like raining Ooh, I almost fell. It's like a rainforest here. Jess thought she heard a wood knock earlier. Could have been a Sasquatch. Bigfoot. Let's take a breather here. How you feeling, Jess? Tired. Very tired. I want to go home. She, she's not happy with me, folks. Well. <laughs> I still love you. She still loves me. Thank God. Well, I'm going to keep pushing her and... We'll see if we make it out of these woods. Otherwise, we could be the next story added into the folklore of this area. So we'll keep trekking many miles back. 
We'll let you know if we ever make it to the cave. <sighs> All right, Phil. This is Phil signing off. Hopefully not for good. Talk to you later. Yeah, so as you heard, it sounds like they're in bad shape. Phil messed up. Sounds like they're in bad shape there. And they were trying to get to, it's called the Fairy Cave, or the Lenape Cave. This is just off the right of Ghost Lake. It's a small cave, and it was once used by Lenape Indians. It is said that the cave is now easily accessible and is also covered in graffiti. See? Vandalists once again at work. Archaeologists who surveyed the area in 1918 found pottery shards, flint, and broken arrowheads. That's pretty cool. So they definitely knew that Indians did use it. From their findings, the archaeologists concluded that the fairy hole, which is another name for the cave, was not often visited. However, it may have been used as a simple resting point for traveling and hunting Lenape Indians. But with its close proximity to several known burial sites, it is said to be sacred or a religiously important site. Okay, now my sources are telling me that it looks like Phil and Jess are going to escape the wrath of the forest, and they are nearing the car. Let's check in with them. This could be interesting. Is this our van? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. We're back. For the love of God, people, we can see our car. We've made it back. I take the full blame on this one. See if it is unlocked. I may have not locked the car when we left. Hi. We just made it back. I locked it? Nice. Unlocked. All right. We are back to the car. Holy hell. I messed up. That was like a six-mile treacherous hike, like I said, through rocks, wet, slippery roots, mud. We got through one part where it was all mud and like a brook flowing through it. Trail was completely washed out. I catch my breath here. Sorry. I strategically jumped little rocks and made it over the brook through the trail. Swampy area. Jess fell in. Part of her foot got submerged. She's not happy. But we're here. This is where we're going to make the decision if we want to swing back and hike to the cave. It's not a long hike, I promise. What do you think, Jess? That's what you said about this one. Right, but you said you wanted to go for a little hike. Not six miles. (laughs) Not six miles, me either. All right, we'll, we'll see if we make it. Phil, this has been a hell of a journey. Back to you, Phil. Wow, sounds like they uh, really had quite a journey there. Sound definitely winded and exhausted. Oh boy, I wonder uh, if Phil's going to be able to convince Jess to go back to the to the cave. So the cave is there's two spots you can get into Jenny Jump State Forest. There's one right off Shades of Death Road and another one off this road called Hope Road. And the one off Hope Road goes you can drive deep into the forest and then you can start your hike from there. And that's what they did. Uh, a much, much, much longer, harder hike than they had anticipated. Phil completely misread the map. Idiot, that guy out there. Sent him out to do a simple report. And he messes things up. So I believe they're heading back to the other entrance to Jenny Jump State Park, which is a really, really small entrance, a really small parking lot. And it's right next to Ghost Lake, like right next to it. So you don't have to hike 8 billion miles over a mountain to get to it. And there is a trail off the side of the road that heads up to this Lenape Ferry Cave, whatever you want to call it. And they're there. He just checked in. They're there. So let's send it to them. I think this might be their last report because this is the highlight of the show is getting to the cave. Uh, Yes, they are there. Okay, let's go to them live, pre-recorded right now. This is Phil Jess reporting. Once again, we had to do more treacherous hiking. But we've made it to the cave. And we are currently going inside the cave. This is a uh, Lenape Indian cave. Apparently it was seldom used, but may have had... Sorry, I'm out of breath again, the treacherous hiking. 
may have had religious uh, purposes. They found pottery and other things in this cave uh, as late as, I want to say, 1920s, 1930s, um, that definitely proved this was the Lenape. And I don't know if bears hang out in here and stuff. Goes back a little farther than I thought, actually. Jesus Christ. Is that you? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was you hitting the top. Jess just scared the living crap out of me. That's recorded. Her backpack brushed on the roof of the cave. There's big spiders up above us. Duck low. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Let's get out of here. Oh. We made a run for it. We did not realize the gigantic spiders that were above our head. Holy hell. And you were brushing on them, babe. Scared me. Well, we did it. We completed Shades of Death. Basically, the entire Jenny Jump State Park. We are looking out of this beautiful cave. Down here at the Ghost Lake. There were some really creepy looking people at us in the parking lot. Did not look happy whatsoever. I waved and said hi and he just stared at me. So that was weird. But yeah, what do you think, babe? I don't know. It's kind of creepy in there. I have to admit that. That's and I went back there a little bit further than you. You got creeped out? I got a little creeped out. I got creeped out when your backpack hit the hit the uh, roof and I thought it was caving in. No. All right, well, look, Phil, you son of a bitch sitting in the studio. It's hot. It's sweaty. It is becoming dark out. The sun is definitely set and the sun is fading. So we need to hike back again along this treacherous trail. Word of the day, treacherous. Along this lake, the lake is like basically overflowing into the trail. It's all muddy and you fall one foot over to the side, you're in the lake. But we did this all for you, man. So we're here live reporting and we're going to sign off. From everything Shades of Death Road. Peace out. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, guys. I want to give you guys a rounding applause for the effort that you guys put in getting these great, great live-on-the-scene pre-recorded clips. You guys did a great job out there. Worked your asses off, it really sounds like. All kidding aside, people, let me tell you, that hike was extremely, extremely exhausting. I screwed up so bad, thinking it was so much shorter than it was, so much easier than it was. It was ten times harder than I had thought it was going to be. My wife nearly killed me. And, yeah, another. I mentioned there that there was a guy who was in the parking lot when we got there. I waved to him, I said hello, he just stared at me. And he was, like, leaning in his car, like a pickup truck kind of thing. Like eating some food or something with like the radio on. We hiked back from the cave. And just another story here. On our way back, Jess fell down a very steep, muddy hill. Poor girl slid down. Like when I say four, five, six feet, I am not exaggerating. The poor girl took quite a fall. And I was there to stop her and get her back up on her feet. She cut up her hands, her ankle, her leg. And then she tripped on some roots right next to the lake. And like I said, this lake was no joke right next to you. And the trail was right up on the shore of it. And it got deep quick. It wasn't like shallow at all. You could look down, see a few feet. Immediately deep lake. And she tripped on some really difficult roots that were there. And her ankle, you almost got a cankle. And uh, fortunately got her back. A little more hiking got her back to the parking lot. This girl was destroyed. I felt pretty bad. Uh, did not expect... <laughs> to be such an intense day so we get back to the car we're like whew all right it's finally time to click on the ac and let's drive home okay and i noticed when we get back i was in the back of my head i kept thinking about that dude who was in the parking lot we get back there it must have been i gotta guess at least 20 minutes later since we left the parking lot hiked to the cave the cave wasn't too far from the parking lot maybe maybe longer than that half hour by the time we get back the dude is still in the parking lot in the exact same position the exact same position has not moved still eating drinking a fanta and staring at us it was so weird 
I think he may have even been an Indian. Maybe he was pissed that we were there. I don't know, but it, I just found it strange that the guy had not moved 25, 30 minutes later. He was still in the exact same position. He may have been a ghost. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. It was right on the shores of Ghost Lake. Kind of creepy. Kind of weird. So, yeah, it was a hell of a day. It was a lot of fun. We saw a lot of cool stuff. Really pretty land out there. Shades of Death Road was cool. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun uh, little excursion that we did. We got out to go up there by ourselves. We had dropped the kids off somewhere else, safe and secure, because hell no, I'm not taking them to Shades of Death Row. They would have died. So we had dropped the kids off, and we went up on a little date up to the mountain in Shades of Death Road, and it was a lot of fun. Definitely a good time. Man, if I had brought the kids up there, they for sure would have died on that hike. For sure. It was a... it was pretty extreme. I'm not messing around. It was pretty extreme. We're not like the hiking type, okay? We don't go on hikes a lot. We're not really big outdoors people. So I was actually handling it pretty well. I was doing pretty good. But my poor wife, Jess, I, I really crushed her world on this hike. <laughs> I really, really did. I love you, babe. So sorry about that. So anyway, guys, that's pretty much all I got for Shades of Death Road and Jenny Jump State Park. Do a Google search on this. You'll probably find more than I've even covered here today. But I think I got most of the basics about the road and the legend of it. Pretty crazy stuff. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. You can send me an email at filminterrupted at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, comments about this podcast or any other podcast, I would appreciate it. Another podcast down the drain, guys. We did it again. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we're making moves here on Film Interrupted. And we will catch you next time. Peace out! Is this a tree down on the road? We got a tree down on the road. We made that sound more exciting than it was. It was like a three, four foot piece of uh, a tree was <laughs> fell down the road. I e- easily swerved around it. Roof of the cave. There's big spiders up above us. Duck low. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Let's get out of here. Oh.